Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting Podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Jess Chatting Podcast. I am joined by a fabulous friend of mine. Um, it's funny because like, I feel like you're my friend because we've been talking to on social media for like in our DMs for so many months and we only got to meet each other like in August. And that is the incredible Martina Gott. Martina, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, hi Jess, thanks for having me. Are you excited, nervous, a bit of everything? So I know it's your first one, I think, if I'm right. Yeah, I am excited because I feel like we need a catch up. We haven't chatted since IFS in August. Um, so this is well overdue. But yeah, I'm a little bit nervous because I was never at a podcast. So, you know, first time for everything. First time for everything. But look, there's no time like the present. And yeah, like the fact that we actually finally got to meet each other at IFS, like it's just like amazing. And like, like obviously, look, we could definitely delve into that as well. Because I think that event from from our perspective I think it's massively changed how I how I coach now as well and how my business runs and everything like that so we can definitely kind of get into that a bit more and so and see if people are interested in learning a bit about that but I suppose for people that don't know you do you want to kind of talk about who you are what you do and yeah just introduce yourself okay this is <laughs> a simple question it's also like a loaded question because like when people ask me I'm just like god what do I do like so um okay people probably know me from instagram i'd say the most so like it's yeah. underscore martina good i kind of like started posting fitness content i'd say now like two and a half three years ago mm-hmm. and yeah it kind of escalated from there but um my account like my background is actually in accounting so i studied accounting for like four years i'm working in accounting as well as like a full-time job but um which a lot of people i don't think know because what i put out on social media is mainly fitness related which is also my job like i do online coaching i started my own brand recently so yeah that's what i can say about me but yeah i've been like it's been a bit of a journey i guess like fitness always been part of my life and although i only properly started like online coaching in April I have been like before I even did my personal training I qualified as a sport and exercise nutritionist and I went into nutrition coaching for a while and that was during I had like an international year when I was studying accounting so I had a little bit of an extra time and then final year hit and I was like okay need to focus on my final year so I kind of like paused with like the whole like taking on clients for like nutrition coaching and I was like I'll focus on my final year then I graduated I was supposed to go traveling I had a visa I got to Canada obviously the pandemic hit that was out the window so it's like all right what do I do with myself now (laughs) Uh, so I decided to finally get my personal training qualification that was last year around Jesus probably around this time last year I'd say Mm -hmm. and yeah then I went from there I guess I ran like a six-week fitness challenge which went amazing like literally just like I loved it so much but also like the feedback that I got from it and I was like okay this is it I'm like I'm gonna start putting more work into it I enjoy helping people so much 
so yeah that's a little bit of a background <laughs> ah because like look we'll definitely dive in a bit more into that because obviously I think like I'm still like amazed I think like how you manage it all is just absolutely incredible I think definitely like time management is something that we'll definitely delve into a little bit more um in terms of obviously like you know you manage your obviously your brand MG official then you obviously have your coaching business and as well your full-time job like I was only able to do like my full-time job and coaching for like two months um but the fact that you've been able to manage this all by yourself like this that's an insane amount of drive you've no idea like how how would like admire admirable I suppose that, that that kind of quality is the fact that you know you genuinely work so hard and I know you work so hard besides behind the scenes as well because at the end of the day yes you have social media platforms so like you are creating content for that as well you work with some incredible brands as well so yeah like it's just absolutely amazing what you do so I suppose in terms of like fitness as you kind of said like it's, it's something that's always kind of been there but I suppose like what made you want to obviously because you, you said you did nutrition coaching as well what made you want to like delve into that a bit more like was there like a reason why you want to kind of be like oh my god I want to help people was there anything that kind of like I suppose was the light bulb moment for you or did you ever have that moment so I was always into sports since I was like a kid I started off with gymnastics when I was about like three or four and then when I went, when I moved over to Ireland and was like in primary school and secondary school, I literally tried every single sport. So I'm such an active person in general. So like um, activity was always part of my lifestyle. But I suppose what kind of made me dive more into like nutrition and fitness in like specifically was when I moved away, I was doing an international year, like I said, and I moved away to America and that gave me a little bit more time to like dive into what I'm actually interested in I feel like before because like I had college full-time and I also had a part-time job it was always like go 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 and I never thought about anything else apart from what I was studying so I was like I was studying accounting then I was working like part-time and I was like, yeah, that's it. Like, this is what I'm doing. Until I took a step back, I was in like a different environment. I had more perspective. And I was like, Jesus, I really enjoyed that. I was like, I was really into the gym, but then I was like really fascinated how like my body's changing, like the effects it has on my mood and like my just mentality in general, like mental health. I was just like, I'm feeling so much better. And I'm like, this is really interesting. I started reading books, taking up courses, just at the side. It's like, it wasn't even like, I wasn't monetizing anything by all means. I was just kind of like, this is really interesting. So yeah, from then I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I spent like five months in New York and then I came back and I was like, Okay, I had like two decisions. I was like, I was either going to go and do a bodybuilding show or I was going to do nutrition coaching. And I was like, I'm doing either or because I'm like, I can't commit to both because like you obviously did like bodybuilding shows. So you know yourself, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nearly like a full time job itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, oh, you know, I was like, I really, I do enjoy learning. I'm a little bit, bit of a geek. So I was like, I'm going to go into, the take up the nutrition course and see how it goes well, yeah and then it just stemmed from there I was like after that and after working with a couple of clients and seeing the struggles that people are having and how much like misinformation there is or even like information but people just can't filter through it I was like oh my god I really 
like I, that's what when I started like getting more into like my social media and putting out like valuable content to genuinely help people mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's where it all kind of started <laughs> yeah so like look it's, it's definitely you know I would consider myself roughly the same like having been like I would have done dancing for over 20 years I did taekwondo I wasn't exactly like a sporty person I was just like did other forms of activity as well so I can I suppose like relate to some of that as well um but yeah I think it's actually quite important like something that you said there is like when you're in a different environment it can really change your outlook and I think like for some people they some people like feel like they're in kind of like the same routine and it's and it's feel like they're in a dead end and I suppose like when you really take a step back and really analyze okay is this what I want to do so I think that's really incredible that you did have that opportunity because some people don't get that opportunity to really like take a step back and reanalyze their situation or you know their environment to be like okay like is this what I want to do or anything like that so um and obviously look you have been working in accounting as well so you only graduated last year I graduated May 2020 so yeah yeah yeah, there we go so yeah like that's yeah that's over a year ago now and then obviously full-time with that and then um you know kind of doing coaching on the side um and I suppose like with your clients as well like you know do you have like is there a particular I suppose like what is your approach to coaching as well like what is your like do you have is there certain people that you're like that are drawn to you is it like certain people with the same perhaps issues that you kind of see all the time or um like you know so it's like what, what is your kind of yeah approach to coaching yeah so there is there like I do kind of have like a target audience because most of the people that I coach come to me mainly with the gym anxiety that are like they want to change like they really do and I can see that and they just don't have the structure and knowledge to take them there and that's basically what I focus on I am focusing on literally helping women become more confident in their body just feel stronger and also like I love taking a balanced approach because most of my clients that come to me they're not in like fitness is in their life they're not like they don't work in fitness they just literally want to fit exercise into their already busy lifestyle they want to be eating healthy so they feel better and they just want to feel confident in their bodies but they also want to go out with their friends with their family be eating out be drinking out and like I preach that and I think what I'm trying to do on my Instagram as well even though I'm keeping it a lot of like valuable fitness content I'm like I'm going to show you my life as well I go out on the weekends like I drink and I equally enjoy going to the gym as well as going out with my mates and having a few gin and tonics and a pizza like and I'm like you can literally do both and I really that's what I'm kind of aiming for with my coaching I was like we're going to work together to build habits that you can take away I was like I don't want you to stay with me for years I'm like okay it's lovely like you know I'm getting money of you but I'm like this is not why I'm there I'm like I want to teach you habits lifelong lasting like tips and tricks that like you can take away and use in your own fitness journey like when you do finish coaching with me being like yes now I understand how I can eat healthy exercise and still just go about my life so yeah I think it's very like that's definitely very clear as well from 
like your social media because that's what I've started seeing a lot more of over the last like, few weeks so I've seen you post like reels where it's like you, you will talk about your anxiety and stuff like that um but also like I think one of the, your biggest passions which I which was as I've was probably perhaps one of the reasons how I found you maybe was obviously your passion about nutrition because you do you have a whole ebook on nutrition as well so and obviously having done coaching before so I suppose like when it comes to nutrition like you know as we kind of say like there is so much I suppose BS that's online like on different platforms and media like there's so many different things being thrown about and it's very hard for people to suppose, identify you know what's actually you know accredited scientifically proven facts versus not but suppose is there anything that you're currently seeing on social media that you're like you know these are you know some things that I see on social media that actually aren't true just for anyone that might be kind of like maybe consuming that social media content that you maybe want to provide some clarity on like is there any trends at the moment you see people doing or talking about oh yeah so like there's loads but see the thing is I like what I like doing and which I did uh, I made so many mistakes when I started up, which got me like, when I started out of my fitness journey, I was like, the aim was like, oh my God, I need to like be so skinny. I was like, I was so afraid to like eat any quote unquote bad foods mm-hmm. and that I used like exercise to punish myself after having them. And like I labeled food good or bad and it got me like yeah I got absolutely shredded like I put it out there but there was also very bad negative effects and although I was like looking back on my pictures now I'm like I was tiny and I had such body dysmorphia that I would every time I'd walk past the mirror I would like have to check do I have like abs or I would have to step on the scale every single day and I think this is why as well like I am just so passionate about it because I'm like I know how bad that feels that I was like I don't want anyone like as I I just want to help people as much as I can to be like this is not how it's supposed to be because like when that was me a couple of years ago before I got educated on all that I was like that that's how it's supposed to be I'm like I'm not allowed to eat like pizza or bread or like carbs like I have to be like do an endless amount of cardios because this is quote-unquote fitness but mm-hmm. yeah after like just kind of educating myself on everything and yeah just kind of like <laughs> trying to filter out the bs I was like you know what it can be really really enjoyable so I guess what like I did was audited my Instagram and now the people that I'm following like I know they're reliable sources so to be honest I don't really see that much like BS because of the people I'm following and I would definitely recommend going through your followers and if they're making you feel worse then by all means like go and unfollow them go and block them I'm like even if you think I'm that person like go and unfollow me too because I was like the last thing that I will want is somebody going onto my feed and you know feeling bad about themselves Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't but I guess sometimes like you'd go on to especially TikTok now like it's so bad like the things that you see I'm like people doing full days of eating which are like crazy I'm like like, you know, people eating about like 1000 calories, which is like, you wouldn't even give that to like a five-year-old. Mm. So there is definitely 
definitely loads and um, so yeah it's very like you kind of have to be careful who you follow I think my like number one tip would be really to go through and be like is that person like serving me any good because like subconsciously like we consume the information that we see on the daily basis without even like you know we might just be like scrolling through Instagram and not really like paying much attention to it but what we see like subconsciously goes into our heads and this is how we start thinking so yeah, yeah. like you touched on like so much there as well because like I I'm a firm believer yet that if you're following someone that you know is not supporting you or is not providing you any value value like that I was always saying like if that if I'm that person just like unfollow me like I'm not going to take any like you know I'm not going to be like not sleeping tonight or whatever like if I know I'm going to be helping someone's mindset in that way if there's a case like do it and I think like you know a lot of stuff you we, we can probably a lot of us particularly females can relate to as well like we we somehow some again perhaps it is social media that has ruined this for us is that we somehow need to be feel like we need to look like every other fitness influencer that we all have to look skinny that we all have to have six packs all that jazz and like like do you feel because obviously like you mentioned the topic body dysmorphia which again some people may not be familiar with and some people may not be aware that they might have it um because again i think like body dysmorphia is something that like a lot of people are scared to talk about which again i understand but i know i've definitely had it and definitely coming up to prep as well um when i was competing for my competition i definitely experienced that because you know, I'm there comparing myself to other competitors being like, oh, well, I'm not leaning off now. So I'm going to do like more cardio than, you know, what, what was given to me and stuff like that. So, you know, when you were going through that period of your life, like, was it, was there, was it the content that you were consuming that kind of led you to feel like, oh, I have to be skinny. Like I have to have a six pack or, you know, what kind of led you to having those feelings, feeling like that was fitness? Yeah, I, think social media had definitely a huge role to play in it because I was new to fitness and only getting into it I was following uh, like you said a lot of like fitness influencers and more so like people like people that literally are getting paid to look a certain way and I don't think I understood that because like Instagram is such a highlight read and all you see is a photo but these people are literally their job is to like train all day <laughs> so I was like oh god I was like how am I not getting that without realizing I've like so much other responsibilities outside the gym that I'm not like even if I was to train like them and eat like them I'm never gonna look like them mm-hmm. but yeah it is I suppose like body dysmorphia is something I kind of started speaking about recently because I like you said a lot of people don't realize that they're going through that and I definitely didn't like when I was say two and a half years ago I was about 15 kg lighter than I am now I mean like weight doesn't really matter but I was just a lot smaller than I am now and I constantly back then I was like no like it's you know it's fine like there's nothing wrong with like me doing endless cardio me training twice a day or like being afraid to eat a banana because I'm like Jesus that's higher in carbs than other fruit you know it got to that point but looking back I was like like there was people that told me were like oh Jesus like are you even eating like you're tiny and I was like what are you on about like I'm feeling great and like it led me to the point that I like I lost my period as well and I think only now reflecting back I was like Jesus I was 
you know, like mentally I was not in the right place. But yeah, I think, it, yeah, like you said, a lot of people don't realize it until you take a step back and have like another perspective being like, God, that wasn't really healthy. <laughs> I really, really appreciate you being open with me about that because again, like the fact that you said you've started being more open about it because I think by you even talking about it, hopefully you feel better obviously like, you know, sharing it with me and the listeners as well. But also like it's something that a lot of people don't talk about because again, they're not sure if they have it. You know, like I was listening to a podcast earlier on today where um it was with uh, Natalie Lennon and Brian Keane. And what Natalie was talking about was that like, there is a certain population that actually don't realize that they have an eating disorder. Again, it's not talked about and people don't know if they have it and stuff like that. So if anyone is like, I suppose like I've never had to do this, but I suppose if anyone does need help, like please feel free to reach out to myself and Martina. If the, if these topics, you know, are something that we could potentially help with, or, you know, always feel like you can talk to a friend or family member or someone supportive or professional. If any of the topics that we've discussed, if you can perhaps relate to them as well. But, you know, I think like one of the best things is that like, you know, as you said, you educate yourself on this. And I suppose like, you know, for you to be able to, I suppose, potentially help others that might be perhaps going through that as well, maybe maybe to that extreme, maybe not very to that to that extreme either. Um, But definitely something that I know I experienced as well. And definitely when I was doing like my photo prep and all that jazz. But, you know, at the end of the day, like we should be, loving our bodies and as well celebrating it with exercise not you know punishing it and that can take some time to really like understand I suppose as well so again this is probably where coaching comes in place because you know by hiring a coach you're invest that's a sign that you're investing into yourself that you want to you know really you know understand like what actually fitness is that like it's not what it's portrayed perhaps on social media that like you can you know balance it with you know normal life so um yeah hopefully hopefully that will help hopefully what we said I suppose will help people um out there but um perhaps moving on to something a bit more lighter as well so um obviously you know you're working full-time um in accounting in accounting then you have the coaching as well on the side but you also have your brand like like you're a woman of all trades so tell me why you wanted to start MG official and like how that kind of came about and yeah how it's going and all that so yeah well like MG official is kind of a funny one but like I always had like a creative side and I loved art so a funny story actually during my leave insert I couldn't decide I loved business as well but like I couldn't decide whether I want to do like a sciencey subject just in case because everyone said like you just need a sciencey subject mm-hmm. or art so I was like oh sure it'd be grand I'm just gonna pick up an extra subject so I went and like taught myself art for the leave insert on the side and decided to sit the exam just because I wanted to be in the art class. But yeah, so I think even like going back to when I was younger, I was like, when I want to grow up, I want to be a fashion designer. And not that I was really like into fashion as such, but I just had like like tons of like scrapbooks of just me like designing designing clothes and models and I think I just like that creative thing designing something so the fact that I was like oh MG official I'm like I really want to just like have my own product and I was like I'm I don't know I was like I was like I'll see how it goes funny enough like I first came out with like reusable coffee cups and that was I was like I'm gonna bring out one product I'm like I'm just gonna test it see how it goes 
at that point I didn't even have a plan like I didn't even think that like it's now like MG official is like a premium lifestyle and fitness accessory brand but when I was bringing out my first product I was just like I didn't even know that it's going to be a brand like that I was like it could go either way like you know but yeah that like there was an interest in it anyway and I was like oh I really like that I was like then I started coming up with like more ideas and I was like god I'm really getting into it so I was like I'm gonna start putting it out start like building a name for it and yeah that's how that's the story behind MG official anyway it's still so new to me because it only started back in March so only been a couple of months so I'm still finding my feet in it yeah because look it's definitely like a different sphere let's say to the accounting and the coaching as well because like like it's it's funny when you say like that's something you want to do as well because when I was um I think around like five or six I also wanted to be a fashion designer that was actually what I wanted to do and I went um so I had that that was always the thing for me like when I was 11 I got a sewing machine never bloody used it even though it was a present um so fashion was always a part of my life and then when I went into school, I was like, yeah, well, obviously you have to keep on art, have to obviously do that because I want to be a fashion designer. And what was so funny, and like hopefully, the reason why I'm saying this was that hopefully there will be kind of like a lesson for people, is that like I, it was like a parent, parent-teacher meeting and my mom went in for the parent-teacher meeting. I think it was like in first year, second year. And the, the teacher told my mom that Jessica, me, had no... um creative flair that I couldn't draw I wasn't artistic at all and it was just a waste of time essentially and my mom came home essentially kind of laughed and was like uh well your teacher saying that you're like you just don't have the artistic flair so at that point so I was what 14 I'd say 14 to 15 I had to complete out even though I had this in my head for years that I wanted to to get into designing um, and so I was always sketching and stuff like that even though again I couldn't draw but I was still always sketching because I loved being creative and I completely changed my career and I went through so many different things um, because I don't like I always had this creative flair. And I suppose like that's probably why I went into event management, because it allowed me to be a bit more creative as well. So I've always and again, I went into marketing and then after college and um, again to I suppose like fulfill this kind of like creative feeling I've always had. Um, and I suppose, again, that that probably does hopefully reflect into my own branding for self-coaching that like people can see like everything that I that you see on social media for self-coaching is like me I've designed that and um, obviously wear my logo on my website because I did hire professionals for that but in terms of social media that's all my pride and joy but hopefully the lesson from that is is that like you know if there's something you're genuinely passionate about like you because you said you've always knew, known that the fact that you're getting to fulfill that even now is just incredible so my lesson or my kind of le- like the lesson I want people to learn from this is that like if you're passionate about something, like don't let anyone tell you how to live your life or how your dreams should be and how you want to chase them. Because, you know, maybe one day I could start my own brand as well. We don't know. But um, at the moment, I just want to see you thrive at MG Official because I think there's some really great potential there because obviously I now have my own hat and two pairs of socks, which I'm very excited about. And obviously I feel them so I can feel the quality, which is amazing. Um, And obviously the slogan is, you know do it for you and I think that's something that I really really love so how did you come up with this like it's I suppose like the coined the slogan do it for you so basically I was like, like you're saying I kind of like double back on the what you were saying about like don't let anyone tell you like not to pursue your passion 
but also like as much as I'm like okay it's a fitness and lifestyle brand and then like whatever you're doing like do it for you because it's so easy I'm going to use fitness as an example like since it's a kind of like a fitness podcast so <laughs> let's go with fitness but it's so easy to go to the gym and compare yourself to the person beside you and being like god they know what they're doing like you like look at their physique like they're smashing it like they look so strong etc but like they could literally be doing this for 10 years and they could have a completely different lifestyle completely different circumstances and it's so easy to get bogged down on what somebody else is doing even when it comes to business you might be looking at someone I suffer a lot from like comparing myself to like the business side of things more so than fitness I learned a lot about like my body that I accept like that I'm like okay my own journey but it's so easy to be like god they're putting out so much content I'm like I'm definitely not working hard enough like need to get on it so I think the do it for you just came on the back of that that it's just like it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks it's like as long as you're happy like that all that matters and like if somebody doesn't like it like it's their problem not yours so I just really want from us okay they're physical products but I'm more concerned about putting out that message forward being like whatever you're doing like do it for you and do it unapologetically like so oh I love it I absolutely love it no one I remember when you showed me a photo of it and I was like this is going to be bloody sick. I can imagine just girls rocking around Ireland, maybe even worldwide, and just seeing the do for you alongside the hat. I'm like, yes, I absolutely love it. So, um, and obviously, yes, obviously you've expanded now into hat. So obviously you've you've done uh, the reusable uh, mugs. Then we have the socks, the baseball cap, the beanie as well. Am yeah. I right? Is, is that all the process you have at the moment? Yeah, so that's it. And I'm currently in the process of bringing out more. So I'm at like the sampling stage. And there's going to be, I don't want to give it away. It's going to be something to do with the gym, but we're not going to say it. there's going to be a couple of products. But before I like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So unless I have it tested fully and it's probably going to be another few months but yeah it's expanding anyway <laughs> there's more products coming that's so so exciting no I'm definitely excited to see what you bring out as well and I suppose like from the business like again people might be interested from this as well because obviously like you're doing this all by yourself as in like you like you started MG official like like you know you've done the resourcing of people or like you know like in terms of the website and everything have you done everything yourself is there anything that you perhaps outsourced or anything like that so um like I got my logo designed for me and my website I attempted to do that website no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no I was like <laughs> complicated <laughs> Jesus I was like not getting into that so apart from yeah just outsourcing my logo design and my website yeah I'm just doing it all by myself. So I'm learning a lot as I go on. Even like the fact that like say my caps and my socks were supposed to be a summer launch at the start of summer and dealing with manufacturers, I was like, God, <laughs> I was like, I ended up launching in September. Like it literally was delayed by like three months. And I was like, 
this is the things that like people don't see behind the scene mm. a lot goes on like even I'd say like you know even Instagram putting out content because like you put out amazing content and you know it's not just like taking a selfie and throwing it up like a lot goes into it and like people see it for like one second and then it's gone but like behind the scenes like as content creators or like online coaches slash content creators because you do want to help your potential clients or clients like a lot of work goes into it so Mm -hmm. yeah I suppose that's something as well that like like I guess I didn't know until I started my own brand even like with online coaching even with Instagram and now with like physical products that there's just like a lot that's behind like an Instagram page that you see you know oh yeah like a hundred percent like as I said like I still do not know how you do it because it's just it's so admirable because again it's gonna lead you I've I've, I've I've like three questions in my head now at this point so the one question just to, fi- to finish out the business exercise things is for obviously because you know because obviously you have a service-based business which is coaching and then obviously a product-based business so what advice would do you have for someone that perhaps again by the options that, that there is someone who wants to start their own you know product-based company or brand you know what advice would you have to give them in terms of like let's say for the product side what you know was one thing that you've learned that you're like oh my god if I could tell anyone that's want to start you know a physical product business that this would be it oh um I guess first of all probably do your research um market research See, like if there is an interest see where there are gaps is but I think the main thing in terms of like starting any business is like just good just do it like just go for it because like if it fails like so what you go back like I love this asking myself this question when I'm starting anything I'm like if this was to fail where does it lead me and usually it just brings me to where I am now and I'm like is it the worst thing no, I'm like, I'm fairly happy at what I'm doing. So I'm like, if I go and pursue this and like everyone hates it, it just doesn't work out. I'm like, I'm back at square one, which is fine. <laughs> like I've been fine for, with like with it for 22 years. So I'm like, I'm going to be fine. So I think like if anyone wants to pursue anything, start a business, just go for it. And I'm still figuring out, like, I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Like I'm taking it day by day and I'm like, god (laughs) i was like this isn't like you know this week might be great next week might everything might go like shit like a shit show but you know if you're just gonna go for it you're gonna learn so much along the way and like you know i feel a lot of people i'm like ah what if it doesn't work out but like what if it does work out you know so yeah Yeah. come like physical products service product like service-based businesses i think it's all the same i think it's just kind of like finding that courage to just go for it yeah no 100 percent. and I think that's something that no matter like it's not even start like I suppose like advice probably goes to any sort of goal no matter what it is that you want if it is wanting to join a gym if it is wanting to start a business or whatever like just go for it because like that, that, that that's the thing people always worry about the what if it fails or what if this happens it's like focus on the positives like shift that mindset and actually be excited about what could actually happen you know like like what if it does work out you know like how amazing you're going to feel how what about that success like focus on that side of things because that's the energy that you want to create and bring in your into your life let's push out the negativity let's bring on the positivity that's how we should be able to work so 
obviously something you mentioned obviously about content creation because like definitely since IFS I've seen a map like like you were always amazing creating content like definitely with reels I think reels is like your specialty at the moment but like definitely since the last like few months since IFS so for anyone that's wondering IFS is the International Fitness Summit which is where uh, Martine and I both met for the first time in August over in London which was the best event ever and and um, we definitely both like as well as the people that we were with we learned so much from that event from fellow online coaches who are very successful so like you know what learnings did you take from that event that you've applied let's say to your current content um at the moment so because like you work with some amazing brands as well like you've you've you um like you're with uh women's best you do i like i'm just trying to think off the top of my head who else you work with as well uh jim goddess is obviously someone that you that i've seen um tag you a lot as well or you tag them in content as well so i suppose like from the content creation like obviously content creation is another full-time job so like yeah let's talk about that how do you manage it you know how have you i suppose applied what you've learned at ifs into your current content i suppose as well so yeah, IFS has been really eye-opening. I mean, like I was on such a buzz for after the weekend. I was like, yes, I'm ready to like put in 100% work and get like, honestly, it's just like listening to the people in the fitness industry, especially like people that I looked up to for years, all in one event and like listening to their stories, their advice, their tips. I was like, okay, there's a lot to take on board. But I think you mentioned about my Instagram and how my content kind of changed. I think what I like started focusing more is like how each post that I put up is like, how can it bring value to somebody, to my potential clients or just like people interested in just bettering themselves and like getting into fitness as opposed to, oh, is this going to like get likes? Is this going to get me followers where I think like, I was kind of focused on that at the start. I was like, oh, you know, I was like, what what will generate more likes? What will generate more interest? It's like, okay, yeah, I made look good in that picture. Like, you know, a picture from a night out, but I'm like, this isn't bringing any value to anyone. So I think I stopped caring so much as to like, what will people say about me? And I started caring about how I can help people. So even like coming on to my stories, and I was like, I don't, I couldn't give a shit. Sorry, can we swear on this? Yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't give a shit if like um, Karen down the road has something to say about like my hair looking bad today. I'm like, if I like, I love question boxes because it gives me like an opportunity to help someone, even if there's like one person that pops up a question and I can help them. I'm like, this is great. And I was like, I couldn't care how I look at this stage. I'm like, I'm here to like help somebody with their journey and I think I focus since IFS as well that I I don't I'm not sure who said it but uh, though somebody's like you're not there to impress other coaches you're there for your clients you're there for people that need help with fitness with nutrition and it's like start impressing them as such or like you know providing value to them not other coaches that might be looking at your content mm. so I think I think that was something that Darren said like yeah. Darren I feel like that's something he would say because like again like that was something that that I, I think was either Darren or someone else has said that as coaches 
we're like and this goes I think a lot of coaches can relate to this but we're always so worried that when we post something we're like oh god what will this coach think what will this coach think because there's so many coaches that we're all friends with and it's kind of like oh god like you know what will that person say and all that kind of stuff rather than focusing on the actually the potential people that we could help or, or focusing on the clients that this could help as well again we get so caught up into that as well so I know a lot of coaches feel the same they're like oh god like what will this coach say and everything like that and I was like we're all entitled to our opinion. We're all trying to do the exact same thing. So if we can provide, you know, value to someone and help, as you said, if it's one person in that question box, like, like that's just an incredible feeling that like money can't buy, knowing that you can just help one person a day. And I feel like that's, you know, that's the value that you can provide. So it's a really like interesting outlook that you're now kind of like really applying to your social media. And like, I can definitely see that because, and as I said, like you were creating amazing content, but now I just feel like you, you probably have been a bit more, as you said, like you're more active now in stories, you're coming on more, you're chatting more. So it's feeling more personal. So I think people are getting more like to insight into you, how you do things as well, um, which is really, really amazing. And I suppose leading on to the content creation as well, because as I refer to like, you know, content creation is another form of a job. So let's talk time management. How the hell do you manage it all? And as you said, you you get to go up on Saturday night and have a few, you know, G&Ts and the pizza with the girls. So, um, yeah, what are your, I suppose, like time management things? Like, how do you, yeah, what advice would you give someone? Because I know at the moment, and you probably see this with clients as well, or particularly with my clients, I have a lot of clients at the moment who are like preparing for like, you know, assignments due or like deadlines or, you know, in college at the moment. Um, and then I've just other clients who, let's say, depending on if they're working a full-time job that they're feeling so, so busy and they're prioritizing their kids and like trying to get to the gym and all that stuff. So I suppose like your time management skills would be, your tips would be perfect for anyone that might be listening. So um, yeah, is there any magic tools that you use? Well, like being organized, planning and scheduling is like key. And I feel like I always try and drill it in. I was like, even on like my Instagram, I'm just like, on a Sunday, I'm sitting down and planning my week. And mm. I feel like that's just the key for me to have like that balance between work and like creating content and then spending time with like my friends and family. Because I'm like, if I don't have my week planned, I'm going to feel so overwhelmed. I'm like, there's so much things that I have going on that I'm like, if that's not scheduled and I don't have things time blocked where I'm like supposed to be working, supposed to be training or literally just like chilling out and spending time with like the people that I care about, like everything's just going to get mashed up and like my anxiety is just going to go over the roof. So I think the biggest tip is buy yourself a diary, literally any, like go to Tesco and buy it for like five quid, just so you have like an overview of like a month and the week and plan out your week. It will take 10, 15 minutes on a Sunday, Sunday night, sit down and like have a view of, I think, in college like what I did in college because I know like you have a lot of clients that are college students and so do I so I feel like it will be relevant to that but I sat down looked at my college timetable and wrote into my diary when I need to be in college for my lectures when's there any like assignments due then I was working a part-time job so I'm like okay I'm blocking out that like Saturday and Sunday whatever hours I was working then I looked at my training and I was like okay, I want to get in for gym workouts today or 
whether that be home workouts, it doesn't matter, any workouts, going for a run, then I'm like, when can I fit them around my like college timetable? So I'm like, okay, there's five to six, like I'm free, I'm going to slot that in. And once I had everything that like those fixed kind of commitments scheduled in, then I could see where I have the free time. So like, it was literally whether that be like self-care or like going out with my friends, going down to visit my family. But because I had that like urge, um, <laughs> urge by view of like my week, I was like, okay, this is what helps me feel more calm and not as stressed for the week because I'm like I know when I have free time I know when I'm going to get my training done I know when I'm going to get my study and lectures in and yeah I think that scheduling and planning actually gives you more freedom rather than people think it might be something that's like oh no I don't want to be like constrained to like certain times but like you're not I, I never found that and I like it helped me massively yeah 100% and I think like <laughs> firm believer of everything that you said everything you said I exactly applied the same to my clients that's how I advise them because by actually planning you're gaining control of the controllables like you feel you feeling like you don't have time is perhaps you're not prioritizing what's actually important to you but as you said it's getting sorting out what actually has to be done like college extras have to be done you know that part-time job has to be filled in and then it's kind of like looking at your other times so that you know, instead of spending an hour on TikTok, scrolling through videos and your mind just kind of going elsewhere, that that hour could be spent at the gym. So again, it's probably like realigning like what's actually valuable to you, what's going to provide benefit to your life as well. So um, yeah, like honestly, planning is absolute key. And um, I suppose to slowly kind of wrap things up and kind of how I like to finish off the podcasts, um, Martina, as I usually ask like, you know, you know, besides obviously like we're after going so deep into so many different topics there obviously we've talked all things business coaching accounting um and social media and all that jazz but besides everything that you do you know what does martina do like outside of that outside the business outside coaching outside the nine to five like what are your hobbies what do you enjoy doing that are perhaps not fitness related or like you know some perhaps fun facts that people may not know about you um so i'm such a foodie Okay, I like, I love everything between like trying new cafes out, restaurants and baking, cooking. I'm just like, and like, I think that's my love language as well. Like I will literally, when I'm like friends with somebody or anything, I'm just like, let me cook for you. Or like, I'll go over and I'll bring them something that I baked. Like I started CrossFit there recently and like, I literally was baking on Friday and I had CrossFit on Saturday and I was like, oh, I'm just going to bring it all to the lads and see what they think. Like, I'm like, I just love it. I could literally just eat all day. Um, so that's kind of like one of my hobbies as well. And then travel, hikes, anything outdoor act. Like I'm such an adrenaline junkie as well. So like anything that like raises my like cortisol levels, heart rate, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I do a lot of traveling. Well, I try to do a lot of traveling, whether that be like just in Ireland or now that the borders are kind of open, I'm just like, yeah can go out and just like visit cities and beaches <laughs> oh no I love it I love it oh my god like I wish I had that kind of passion for baking but like I just like the less time in the kitchen for me the better so um yeah I'm just like the like total opposite I'm like no I don't really enjoy cooking that's why like I meal prep like once twice a week I get it done so I'm not dealing with it 
Um, you know, so I've just been, yeah, less time in the kitchen for me. But again, like I I see all these recipes that you post, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try to make something like that. Then I'm like, it'll just never happen. So I've loads of your stuff saved. Yeah. They're all saved on my on my Instagram, but I just never follow through. And I'm like, oh my God. So but they're so quick. No, like honestly, I'm the same. As much as I love it, I'm like, you will not find me in the kitchen for longer than like 20 minutes. I'm like, if it's if like if I see your recipe and it has like literally like 20 steps on how to make it I'm like no <laughs> it yeah. has to be simple and plain that's why I'm like I feel like the, a lot of recipes that I try and post it's like ones that will genuinely take people so quick because I'm like I understand that people are busy I'm busy and also I'm like I don't really like the whole like spending two hours in the kitchen so if it yeah. doesn't take me less than 20 minutes it's not getting done <laughs> I love it I love it such a great approach Martina, honestly, such a great chat. I can't believe we've covered a variety of different topics, but look, hopefully people definitely found value from it. And I hope you um, enjoyed coming on. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And congrats on hitting the 10K on Instagram. I know. know. Oh my God. I was actually like, I just didn't know whether I'd hit it or not. I was kind of like, bet you now, like 50 people would just unfollow me for the crack just so they could see me (laughs) suffer. Um, but yeah, finally hit the 10k mark. I would say I finally have a swipe up link, but no, I don't. I actually officially have a like the clicky button. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Like it's that like sticker now instead of swipe up. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but Martina, yeah. if anyone wants to find you on online, where can they find you? What are your handles and all that jazz? And then like, but I'll, I'll also leave them in the show notes anyway. Yeah, so like Instagram probably be the best one. That's where I'm most active. So it's at it's underscore Martina Gut. And yeah, I, I mean, anyone can just send me a message. I'm always so open to like chatting in my DMs. So that'd probably be the best platform to find me on. Amazing, amazing. Look, everyone, um, I will leave Martina's um information also in the show as well. So you can go um and check her out on social media. But yeah, Martina, thank you so much for having or for for you coming on the podcast. Thank you.